Hi there. Welcome to Get Up and Speak with Pamela Wills. I'm Pamela Wills for Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm your expert Speak with Confidence coach of Pamela Wills Coaching, and I help women in business to feel comfortable speaking in front of any audience, no matter how big or how small. Today, I want to talk to you about expressing yourself and really digging deep to figure out who that self is. You know, it's a new year, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a new you. And I think it's really important to talk about this because we're always so intent upon starting fresh and improving ourselves and making things better and working on ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. And that's all great. And moving forward and progressing is really good for us and and our businesses. However, sometimes it's important to just stop and realize that we're pretty fabulous right now. You're pretty awesome-tastic just the way you are. So even though it's a new year with a new number on the calendar and a new month, it's great to let that refresh your motivation and your and your spirit. But let's take a look at staying with you and who you really are and not trying to change that. Let's take a look at all of the good things and all of the things that we feel like need improvement and really lay them out on the table and think about how they all contribute to who we are and why we're so good at what we do. This is something I do every so often and uh, I certainly do it at the end of the year. I take a look back and look at what worked and what didn't work and inevitably I end up thinking about years past, what worked, what didn't work, how things have changed, right? And what's clear to me is that without the whole package, I wouldn't be who I am right now. And the whole package includes all of my mistakes and all of my step back three steps, take one step forward. All of my setbacks, all of my, I don't know, imperfections and flaws, right? All of my obliviousness, that's, that's a big one for me. I haven't always realized things very quickly. So when I take a look at those things on the table, next to all the successful, happy, wonderful, awesome things, it has taken me a good long time to look at those other shadow side, let's call them, shadow side qualities and experiences and accept them as part of me without judging myself without wagging the finger and saying, oh, that's got to be better. Oh, God, you're so stupid. Oh, you're such an idiot. Oh, why did you do that? Oh, you should have done that. And 
removing the guilt and removing the judgment and removing the tisk tisk. It's been a process. It's happened from all sides and a lot of it has happened from me digging deep and trying to figure out who I was. Some of you may know this, but most of you probably don't. Uh, I lived in Germany for almost 20 years from the time I was 24 to uh, the time I was about mm, 42, right? So I um, I moved there because I met a guy at a wedding, and he happened to live in Germany. And at that time, I was ready for a change. I'd always wanted to live in Europe. And so I packed up my stuff, and I found a job with the U.S. military, working as a civilian in um, marketing and advertising and public relations, which they call public affairs, and moved, lived on my own in Germany, in Frankfurt Mine, commuted on the weekends to see my boyfriend, who's German, and um, was going to school a couple hours away, and learned the language and the culture, and really made an effort to do as the Romans do while I was living there. And eventually I got a job with a German-Australian company and stopped working for the military and then ended up moving up north to Hamburg where uh, he and I moved in together and um, worked as an editor for a scientific journal, a German professor's scientific journal publishing house. And then we moved in into a place in Hamburg, which is a great city. So, and then in between we got married and I learned the language and made friends and had a baby and did a lot of different things for work and made some more friends. And um, But somewhere along the line, I stopped being Pamela. I stopped being myself because I was trying to grow and trying to adapt to a new culture and trying to adapt to a relationship that ended up being hmm, not very mature and pretty controlling and difficult. So my perception of my own self kind of got a little twisted. And when I wasn't being myself, which was quite a few years, I had, so I was young, right, I was in my 30s, and I was constantly in pain, constantly had headaches, constantly had jaw pain, constantly had neck, shoulder, back pain, I used to wake up in the morning feeling like I got hit by a Mack truck, and I was constantly at odds in my relationship. And so I didn't, I also didn't feel authentic. I didn't even use that word at that time. But I didn't really feel comfortable in my own skin when I was making friends with people. Um, it took me some time to let down my guard and be friends with people. And even then, I, 
couldn't really feel uh, I couldn't really let myself be vulnerable enough to talk about uh, what I knew was wrong with my relationship but didn't really want to admit even to myself. So there was a good chunk of time there when I was really not being myself. And when I finally made the change to leave that relationship and bring my daughter and myself back home to America and Cape Cod, where I live in New England, um, it was like breaking through a big chunk of ice. And when I emerged, I was all like wet and bedraggled and cold and shivery and not really sure where I could sit and get dry and warm up. Thankfully, <clears throat> thankfully, I had my parents to, uh, to you know, give me blankets and a place to, to hang out. So that space gave me the time and the security to really allow myself to figure out who I am, who I was, who I am. And it took some time. And it wasn't pretty, let me tell you. Being draggled cold and wet wasn't pretty. And trying to put together um, an authentic Pam at this age based on the authentic Pam 20 years before was also challenging because a lot of experiences had happened in between, right? So when I began coaching, it was very clear that, you know, change and confidence and fear and um, being yourself, being myself, were uh, very important focuses for me to talk about and teach and help with because these are the things that I had to work on the most myself. And so they're the things that I understand the best and can give a lot of compassion and and space for, for healing with, with my clients. But I digress. The point is um, that when you're not being yourself, when I was not being myself, I couldn't find a, a toehold. I couldn't find a grip on what I really wanted from my life, how I could really engage with other people in a way that felt real and solid. I felt a lot like I was hiding things when I really wasn't, but it just felt like I wasn't comfortable enough or confident enough probably to reveal my true self. And now, 
there's quite a huge difference because I know that the self that I have found and and founded and built upon and and, uh, and nurtured really has everything to offer and nothing to hide. And that feeling of everything to offer and nothing to hide is so incredibly, incredibly liberating. I, I can't even begin to explain it. If you've felt it, you know what I'm talking about. It, Especially if you've felt both sides like I have, where you know, you feel cramped up in this tiny little box where it's not really your box, but you don't really know where your box is or that it's even a box, and then you break out of the box, and then, oh, my gosh, there's no box anymore. What do I do, right? And then you start around looking for a box, and then you realize, oh, I don't really need a box. I'm just me. I just am. It's it's like this freeing, crazy thing, like you've got big, giant wings on your back, and you can... Do whatever you want to do. And the only thing standing in the way is fear. That's it. That's it. The only thing, let me just repeat that, the only thing standing in the way of anything is some kind of fear. So what do we do? To kick the fear. Got to get rid of the fear. Fear is just a word, right? So when you allow your your true self to come upstairs from the basement, come out of the dark and and you know, sit at the sit at the table with the grown ups. It's really powerful. It's really powerful. You can have that little girl party yourself, that little boy party yourself. <clears throat> it's very important to hang on to that. That doesn't have to disappear. You don't have to be serious all the time. No way. That's no fun. We're going to have fun, people. You don't have fun. You're like Ebenezer Scrooge. So being yourself doesn't have to be new all of a sudden just because it's a new year. What can be new is how we handle that self, how we handle ourselves, how we nurture ourselves, how we allow ourselves to emerge and run free and create and enjoy and share and serve and love. Yourself has so much to give and so much to offer and nothing to hide. It's shiny and new all the time. So let's take a moment to set an intention for 2014. Whatever your intention is for right now, it doesn't have to be for the whole year. It can be just for this moment, today, this week, this month, however you want to frame it. And just think about your 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 deep down nugget of you. Who is she? Who do, you, who do you want her to be? Who do you want to let her be? Who did she used to be that you used to love? 
Mm-hmm. Bring that out. Let that out to play. Here's an exercise I'll leave you with before we finish today. Something I do with clients sometimes. It's uh, something I call 200 things. Yep, 200 things about you. Write them down. Make a list of 200 things about you. No judgment. No, I wish it was this way. I wish it was that way. Just what are what do you like? What do you like? What don't you like? What are you good at? What are you not good at? Are you a good listener? Are you tall? Do you speak French? Do you like oysters? Do you hate oysters? If you hate oysters, you can just send them to me because I love them. Do you drink coffee or tea? Stuff like that. And it's just a great starting point to springboard off from and find some shape to that self and give her a color to wear or, you know, a print. Does she like herringbone or floral? Does she like stripes or ticks? And really keep a picture of who you are in your mind so that when you're interacting with people, you won't just go along with the flow all the time. You know, sometimes it might be it might be good, it might be useful to say, No, I don't like that. Or actually I like this or I think that. Take some courage. It certainly does. But every time you practice one of those little steps, speaking up for yourself, right? It makes it easier the next time. And it makes it easier to feel confident in front of an audience. The more you do it, the more confidence you build. So I'm going to leave you with that. Being yourself is incredibly liberating because you have everything to give and nothing to hide. And the more you practice courage, the more confident you become. Okay? So thanks for joining me again on Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm Pamela Wills, your Speak With Confidence coach of PamelaWills.com. You can learn more about Holistic Fashionista by visiting www.holisticfashionista.com. And I thank you very much. Until next time.